Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Bandwell. Appreciate you joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We are in 1 Samuel 16, and it was verse 16 that resonated with me this morning. It says, Let our Lord command his servants here to search for someone who can play the lyre. He will play when the evil spirit from God comes on you, and you will feel better. Today's podcast is entitled, Good for the Soul. I have mentioned before the three questions that I regularly ask myself when I'm trying to kind of gain my bearings in this life journey. They are, where have I been? Where am I at? And where am I going? The question, where have I been, tends to take me down two trails of thought. One is to think about how life itself has changed from an external perspective. Daily life, work, politics, culture, technology, and the like. The other is to think about how I have personally and internally changed over time. Today's chapter is pivotal in the larger story that the author for Samuel is telling. It's like that episode of a good drama series, you know, when you realize that all of the characters and circumstances are lining up for this major conflict. And of course, then they stop and say, hey, wait for the next episode. And you're like going, yes, I can't wait to see how this plays out. Well, today's chapter is like that moment. Having rejected Saul as king, God sends Samuel to the little town of Bethlehem. Yep, same one where Jesus was born. Only this is a thousand years before that. And he sends Samuel to the home of a man named Jesse. Samuel has Jesse bring out all of his sons, one by one, to determine which of them God has chosen to be anointed as king instead of Saul. Jesse parades all seven of his older sons, but not one of them is the right one. Now, seven is a fascinating number because it's the number of completion. It's almost like saying that Jesse showed Samuel the complete package of sons that he considered God might choose worthy or capable of being anointed the new king. And he completely dismisses his youngest son, David. But David is called for, and Samuel anoints him as the king. Now, we have a rejected King Saul still on the throne, and slowly descending into madness. We also have God's anointed king, David, a shepherd boy from a podunk town in the region of Judah. Saul's attendants suggest to him that music would be soothing for his tortured soul when he descends into one of his fits of rage. One attendant remembers this kid, David, who was a pretty good musician. So Saul calls for David enjoys his playing, and brings David into his service as minstrel and armor-bearer. The plot thickens. Dun-dun-dun. I mean, we've got a setup now for a major conflict. The anointed king is in the service of the rejected king. I mean, Shakespeare himself could not have set up this storyline any better. But what struck me as I read the chapter was the fact that music was recommended as a remedy for Saul's mental, emotional, and spiritual funk. This got me thinking about, where have I been? 
And you know, music has increasingly become a constant in Wendy's and my daily lives. Looking back at my earlier years, from childhood, probably up through middle age, the television was always on in the background. I was a news radio and sports radio junkie. I put the morning news on first thing in the morning. I had news playing on the television or the radio on the background all day. I went to bed watching the 10 o'clock news before falling asleep to whichever late night talk show happened to be my favorite at the time. Today, Wendy and I almost never watch the news. But music is almost always playing in the background. Gregorian chants and classical choral music accompany my quiet time each morning. Some of our favorite worship music accompanies our morning routine and often continues softly in the background of the kitchen through the rest of the day. I might have some oldies playing as I get shaved, showered, and dressed. Just kind of give me a pick-me-up with some of the, uh, the old favorites. Some of my favorite classic southern rock is the staple when I'm working in the garage or house projects. When I'm working in my office during the day, it's usually some kind of soothing spa playlist or some Baroque classical. And then we have playlists to accompany drinks and or dinner when we have friends or loved ones over. Music accompanies our daily life. So in the quiet this morning, I've come to the conclusion that my habits changed as I look back. It changed with the rise of the internet and the 24-hour news cycle. Headlines turning molehills of news into mountains of crisis. Talking heads screaming at each other. News anchors waxing repetitiously, saying the same things over and over and over again. It all added levels of stress, anxiety, and fear that drained the life out of me. Music, on the other hand, is medication for my soul. It soothes inspires, it brings joy, it sparks memories, prompts me to spontaneously hum and sing during the day. Now in a few minutes I'll head downstairs for my blueberry spinach smoothie and a fresh cup of joe. Wendy and I will peruse the news online to stay abreast of what's going on in the world. We'll share our thoughts and opinions with one another. We will then choose to shut our tablets down, put the news away, and enter the tasks of our day, accompanied by music. Even the ancients knew that music was good for the soul. I hope your soul is in a good place, wherever this finds you, my friend. Have a good one. We'll be back here tomorrow.